Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Lit Charles and we're so glad she could join us. But before we get into the Word, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for the joy that you put inside of our lives, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that you are the one who has given us this joy, Lord, not anything else, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for the desire and the blessing that you are inside of our lives, Lord. That you are only good, Lord, and that you only do good towards us. Lord, we also just thank you for the same opportunities, Lord, to show your nature and your character to those who are around us, Lord, to be a willing vessel for you to use, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. Glad to have you with us as we continue to dive into the Word and our study in the book of Hebrews. This morning, we're in chapter 11. We're still in chapter 11, but we are moving forward to cover verses 17 through 22. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, promise. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, And Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning the things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of his sons of each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of of Israel, and gave instruction concerning his bones. Well, amen. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's a lot in here. All right, and again, just as a reminder, this is the Heroes of Faith chapter, and the Lord is having us do this study of the book of Hebrews in order to develop an unshakable faith. Mm-hmm. And I'll preface before, right before we open the floor up by saying this. Now we're, we're in, a, if you will, another pivotal or transitional point, right? where it goes from just examining Abram or Abraham and Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. So now we get into the patriarchs, right? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or I'll say it this way, the generations, the beginning generations of the faith. Does that make sense? Yes. And, and yes. again, it goes to the patriarchs, right? still comes from Christ, but now we're after the flood, looking at the beginning of these generations that are going to follow the Lord fully. All right? Yes. So, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to, and to ask any questions that you have. So, who would like to begin? I would. I the What the Lord was sharing me... I, I just wanted to mention that when the Lord came and spoke to Abraham about his generations in Genesis, he told Abraham that the children of Israel would go into captivity in Egypt for 
but about 400 years mm -hmm. but it was really 430 or 430 to 440 years before they actually departed from egypt because the lord had to work some other stuff out through his deliverer at that time who was going to be moses um mm -hmm. but it was no doubt that abraham told isaac and jacob and joseph and told them what the lord had told him because mm -hmm. it's hard to follow the lord and hard to hold the ship on course when when there's a switchover and you don't know where you're going Mm -hmm. like sailors they had one person that the captain he would drive the ship but should he need to go do something else the other person was instructed on where they were going how to keep the ship um orientated so that they arrived safely mm -hmm. and there weren't any extraneous um deviations from yes. the course mm -hmm. yes deviations from the course that caused further delay so when we look at faith and we examine these people but examine our own lives because we need faith too we have to be strict on staying to the course and not allowing anybody whether it's malicious intentionally malicious or unintentionally done to cause us to deviate off of God's course. Abimelech and every, I'm pretty sure people mocked Abraham when he said, I'm going to have a kid. And here he is a hundred years old and doesn't have a kid yet. They, they probably wagged their heads just like they shook their heads at Jesus. When he said, I'm the son of God, there were, there are going to be pe people that mock you, but you shouldn't be so concerned about every, what everybody else says that you're willing to forsake what God told you. Abraham didn't forsake the promise that God gave him because somebody said, you're, a hundred years old and you are a dried up physically dead man at this moment, unable to reproduce and talking about Sarah, anything with Isaac, Isaac had the same issue as well. When he married, um, Rebecca, they had a belief for children as well. And, um, who is it? Is it no, who had Rachel and Leah? That was Jacob too. Yes. Okay. So it was Isaac and Rebecca Jacob and Rachel had a belief for children as well because she was barren. And so they had to remain faithful and they had to keep their eyes fixed on God. If they looked at anything else and took the report of anyone else, they wouldn't have received the promises. And we can't receive the promises either. If we take somebody else's report, it has to be what God said it is because only what he says produces life. Everything else produces death. It doesn't matter if it comes from you, um, people you associate with, the adversary himself, unless it comes from the mouth of God, it's not going to produce life. And it's not worth investing in because it's not going to produce life. Amen. I just want to add to one thing that you said about, well, by faith and the promise, right? That the Lord made to Abraham. He let him know yeah, your children were going to go down to Egypt, your generations, right? Yes. And as you pointed out, he had some things he had to work out in his servant, who he had raised up to be a deliverer, right? Moses. Yes. Which is Moses. Yes. God had some things to work out in Moses. In Moses, correct. Okay. However, without saying that very that so specifically, the Lord had also accounted for the delay. Mm-hmm. And you see that in Genesis 15, verse 16. It says, But the fourth generation, they shall return here. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So let's understand that as well. The delay and it already just shows the manifold wisdom of the Lord and why we can put an unshakable faith in him. 
which of course we need to develop, Mm -hmm. right? Because the Lord already knows all these things long before. I mean, this is, I mean, 430 years of captivity. But the Lord knew that's exactly how long it would take for the sin or iniquity of the Amorites to reach its fullness and then bring forth what sin brings forth, which is death. And look at all the things he did in that time span or that throughout that process of preparing, yes, his servant and the people and their heart to follow the Lord. All right? Yes. yes. So I'll just make that a little more clear and and help us again to develop that unshakable faith. Mm-hmm. There's just one more thing that I wanted to mention. Um, we saw in verse 16, uh, when we just finished reading about them not being ashamed of the Lord and the Lord not being ashamed of So being in there. Hebrews 11? Uh, yes. 16? Okay. Yes. Um, which says something. As you're walking out in your faith, when you're unashamed to call, God is unashamed to answer. He won't hide his face from you or not answer you because you're not afraid to answer his call when he asks you to do something because you have the faith to get it done and you will walk in it because you are willing and obedient and therefore eat the good of the land. Amen. Amen. Um, in Jeremiah, the Lord tells them that when you search for me with your whole heart, I'll answer you. Amen. Um, I wanted to look at um, verse 19. Um, of Hebrews chapter 11. And the word, uh, the verse says, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. When I looked at that word concluding, I thought it was, I thought it was really interesting because it concluding means that he thought about it. He contemplated, he added together all of the faithfulness that God had shown him um, because God, you know, that I'm sure it was a challenge and it would not have been a request if it wasn't a challenge, you know, to see who Abraham's heart would be loyal to. And if God, if he would obey God, even in this, it was certainly a challenge to him. And he, he sat down and said, God, you did this and you did that and you did this and you did that. And he added it and totaled it all up. And it led him to one outcome is that God was able to do it. Like, God, you told me that Isaac, you're going to call all these nations and they were going to come through Isaac. And when I offered you other opportunities, you specifically told me no. So I know that even though it looks like one thing on the surface that you're saying, I know your heart, God, and that your faithfulness goes beyond what my eyes see or my ears hear or my mind think. So I'm going to put aside a natural conclusion to come to the true and the real conclusion. And that allowed his faith to be um, strengthened and it allowed his obedience to be fulfilled. Um, I wanted to look over at Romans chapter four, where it talks about um, Abraham again. And I'll just read verses 17 through um, 22. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God, 
who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be and not being weak in faith. He did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. And verse 21, you see that word convinced. That meant he sat down and had a conclusion and then he was convinced after he mapped it out, you know, he, he thought, well, God, you did this, you did that. And if you're saying this, then you're going to do that. I mean, like, and not trying to hammer out how God would exactly take the route, but whatever it was going to be, God could do it and would do it. And so was, he considered the matter done. Exactly. Complete. But he took the time to total up all the mm-hmm. previous and prior faithfulness of the Lord. Amen. He took the time to total it up and allow himself to be persuaded by what God was saying to him and to be persuaded by the love and the faithfulness of the, of the father of God. And it says he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in his faith, giving glory to God and allowed himself to be fully convinced. So I'm, I'm bringing that up because, you know, you see that was specifically talking about the coming forth of Isaac, the conception of Isaac and the birth of Isaac and, um, his life. But now we're talking about in Hebrews 11, the death of Isaac, it seemed that it appeared. God asked him to sacrifice his son. Now, did, did that mean God, just because God said, offer your son to me, did that mean God actually wanted him to put the knife in him? No, no, no. He took the words of this is what an offering means. And God said, I just want you to show up. I just want to see if you're going to come and be willing to, to do what needs to be done. And, oh, go ahead. I was going to say similar capacity to Samuel's mother with Samuel. Right. She had no son. Mm -hmm. I said, oh no, you're going to have a son. Mm -hmm. And, and she said, that her her vow before the Lord was, I will give him to you. So, and she did. Oh, you mean Hannah? Yes. Samuel's Samuel's mother. Samuel. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Samson. Okay. Oh no 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 no. Whew, that was Sa- me. Samuel's mother. Okay. Right. Had a, in a similar way. Right. Did something. Uh, I'll say, not exactly equivalent, but you could see the similarity. Trusting the Lord, Lord, you've got this, mm-hmm. and, right? I wouldn't have even had this this child to begin with if it wasn't for you, right? Which similar capacity and, and vein, if you will, to Abraham. And it was I'm giving I'm giving him solely to you as an offering. Amen. It, he's yours. I'm dedicating him to you f- for your purpose. Amen. Amen. So the she did give God an offering. Amen. But it didn't look like a death offering. But <laughs> exactly, it, you know, in Abraham's, it, it was still an offering. And what God said was, "Offer your son to me." That's it. And I, I love it that even though his natural mind said, "Well, I know what offering means," you know, 
Right. Last time you said you wanted split heifer and you wanted, you know, that meant those Absolutely. animals had to die. But God said, give me your son, give me an offering. And Abraham, even though he probably like didn't understand the fullness of it, he said, well, if it, if you're saying what I think you're saying, I'm still willing God, but I know, and I can calculate and conclude that you're coming, you're going to fix this. You're going to keep this mm-hmm. son and the rest of your promise to me. So I'm not going to be um, dismayed at your request, God. I'm not going to be disheartened at your request, God. And I'm not going to relinquish my walk of faith at your request, God. I'm going to continue to persevere because I found you faithful. And I was dead before, right? And God is the one who came to him and said, hey, you're going to have a son. (laughs) So, you know, this is along the same veins. Sometimes as believers, especially if we've been in the walk, of faith any any length of time and when delay comes about or it seems like God is throwing you a curveball he's saying something to you and you're like Jesus that sounds totally opposite of what you've been telling me the last 30 years you know I've been 45 years on the journey and this is what you were talking about now all of a sudden it sounds like you're saying something different you know Abraham did not believe ill of God he did not believe the worst about him he believed the best about him and he said you're the same God who took me from being Abram to being Abraham, and you're the same God who allowed this life to even come forth when I had nothing to begin with. He didn't have the wealth that he had. He didn't Absolutely. have the um, children that he had. He had nothing before God spoke, and spoke to him. And so he just concluded that God was able to raise him from the dead if that's what he needed to do. And he came to the right conclusion because this is actually the son of God that he was able to raise from the dead, right? Yes. The only begotten yes. son. But from him, from a natural standpoint, he did not let this slow him down from pursuing God hot on his heels and the same fervency when he was trying to get Isaac. And he didn't let that stop him. Uh, go ahead, honey. Absolutely. Uh, I love that you you brought that up and made the connection point to Christ because I'll say it in this way. Oftentimes we don't always understand or fully realize the weight of what the Lord asks us to do. Right, mm-hmm. and both in the the mental process of thinking through, right, considering, mm-hmm. um, or concluding, right. But before we come to that, this is final for me. You know, I'm with the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Considering the matter done, or the whatever the Lord said, that's what it is. That process, but also the way it carries into the future. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as you said, this was a, a type and a shadow of Christ. Right? And with Isaac, right? In Isaac, your seed will be called. Well, what's it said about Christ? He's the firstborn of many brethren. So you see the similarities there. Again, type in a shadow of Jesus who is and was and is to come. Right? So mm-hmm. so understand that the Lord is looking for our faith, even though we don't fully understand. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not yet been revealed. He's looking and going, will you just trust me in this? Knowing I mean it for your good and not just you personally, but for the good of the generations that will come after you and all the people throughout each generation that comes after you. So uh, I say all that to say this, let's learn to trust the Lord and let's learn to have an unshakable faith in him. Whatever he says, it is only for our good. Amen. Even if we don't fully see the whole picture yet, 
All right, it hasn't been revealed or we don't yet quite understand it. Let's trust the Lord that he means to give us his best because it's his best and that's his desire is for us to have that. Amen. And just looking back at Genesis 22, it says to offer him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I will tell you. Amen. But again, it didn't mean what Abraham concluded in his mind that it meant. Right. He could have stood next to it and set the wood on fire. I mean, there's a a whole host. Right. And we see what the Lord actually said. Oh, now that's good. You got what I mean. And in other places, he he told them it was never in my mind that you would kill your children or make them actual sacrifices or whatnot. So it's good. Like you said, honey, just to walk with him and let God. God be God. Let him. Hey. And let's let's us be his people. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And in the structure that he set up, it's let him be our heavenly father and let's let us be his children, sons and daughters of the most high God. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 All right. Let's pause there today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right. Charles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you're the one with the plan, Lord, and that you know all things, Lord, and that you have review certain parts of it to us lord lord we also just thank you that you've given us the faith lord to trust in you lord and lord we just thank you that you're always consistent lord that you never do anything that's contrary to your nature lord Mm -hmm. lord we also just thank you that you've given your only begotten son lord that you did not withhold him from us lord even when we did not deserve him and lord we just thank you for all these things in Jesus' name amen in jesus almighty name amen and amen well we love you god bless you Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.